Welcome to the Exploring Awareness Podcast. Join Dr. Frank Anderson and Lisa Berry in exploring new ways to live in this chaotic world and find peace and joy in the most unlikely places. Welcome to the Exploring Awareness Podcast, a conversation between myself, I'm Lisa, and Frank Anderson about exploring many different parts of life with the intention to find peace and love and joy, which is always there, but often in the most unlikely places. So hi, Frank, how are you doing today? Hi, Lisa. I'm doing great. We had a nice beach vacation last week. An unlikely place. It was absolutely wonderful. And I'm back in Ann Arbor, ready for the week to start. So one of us had a nice beach vacation. That would be you. <laughs> one of us kept working at a time that, it, you know, I'm telling you, sometimes it feels like it's just coming fast and furious with all this pandemic stuff going on. So I'm so grateful that we get to have these conversations and that people are listening and connecting and learning from what we have to say. And, and thank you so much for listening. And if I want to say up front, we have an email address. It's exploringawareness at gmail.com. We see people all over the world listening. That is so cool. And we're so grateful for that. And we'd love to hear from you. Like, what did you hear? Or what would you like to hear? Or if you have a question, yeah, go ahead and email us at exploringawareness at gmail.com. You know, the other thing, Lisa, is that we got nominated for Ooh. the best podcast in Southeast Michigan, which I'm super excited about. Yeah. And you know, when you look at the list, we're probably the only podcast because a lot of the others are like radio stations and things like that. And right. I was just thinking that if we were to, you know, get enough votes for this, that, that it would really give the podcast a lot of publicity and airtime. And I would love it if more people, you know, who listen to things like this could get something out of it because we do want people to find some peace and joy in their own hearts. And if this podcast helps, you know, that will make me feel great. And if more people could listen, there'll be several who, who get something out of it. So if you, people wanted to vote for that, I think it's a complicated web address, but if you go to the Exploring Awareness Twitter account, the link is there and uh, the Exploring Awareness Facebook page, the link is there. Yes, please vote so we can continue to share these conversations and hopefully bring a little joy to people's lives or help them find their joy. As we have learned in this whole process, Frank says the joy is always there. We just cover it up. So we just got to connect to it in there. And then we always talk about what should we talk about this time? And for some reason, over and over and over in my head, fulfillment kept coming up. It's like, do you feel fulfilled in life? And what does it mean to feel fulfilled? And how difficult is it to say feel fulfilled three times in a row? And so I mentioned to Frank, let's talk about fulfillment. And what are your thoughts about that up front? Well, I'll tell you, I was quite fulfilled on the beach last week, mm. uh, but it didn't last. <laughs> oh, really? And so, you know, what, what actually is fulfillment? And, uh, and, and uh, you know, is it, does it look like something material? Does it look like something local? Or, or is fulfillment something, you know, permanent that's already there? And so it's a really nice word to use as we explore aware, awareness. This idea of using words is, is so important because that's how we communicate. But a lot of what we're actually talking about, you know, the, the words fall short. And so when we use these different words, I think it's great to you know, explore awareness with words. And I think fulfillment 
is one of those words that, you know, could be interpreted as, you know, having all of your material and bodily uh, needs taken care of, or it could be something else. So that's why I think it's an interesting thing to talk about. And what else could fulfillment be? But what are your, what are you working with on fulfillment? Well, some, to me, it feels like I'm fulfilled and my heart feels full. I don't know why heart full and fulfillment mean the same thing to me because I know that nothing outside of myself is going to fulfill me really. Uh, And maybe it's, you know, that's why I wanted to talk about this because you always have such great insights. Maybe being fulfilled is something that awareness can help bring to you. I actually, you know me, I had to look it up. So personal fulfillment is the continual journey of self-discovery and contentment with your position in life. It's about achieving goals because they matter most to you instead of culture or society, which I always say that, you know, I, I don't buy things to try to impress anybody else. I, if I acquire something, it's because it makes me happy. So it's, I'm not trying to fulfill any desire of culture or society. If it makes me happy, it makes me feel fulfilled. And it says the focus is entirely on your fulfillment in life and how you being yourself pushes humanity forward. And I just love that. I'm all about being as authentic as possible. So to me, fulfillment, I wanted to know what you thought, Frank, is that, is it like joy? We say the joy is always there. We just cover it up. So, and for me to, to experience fulfillment as a full heart. So is that something that I can always find inside myself? Well, it's interesting I, I, I love how, how you're a heart person, you huh. know, and you, you really connect to a sense of love and, and heartfulness. And, you know, different people have different words that they use, you know, to connect to that authentic, true self beyond the thoughts. I would be interested to know what the listeners think in their own minds, what fulfillment might be. Because I know that a lot of people are looking outside of themselves for fulfillment, and, and we all do, right? I mean, it's yeah. part of the part of the human experience to to look outside of yourself for fulfillment. And maybe you look outside of yourself, you know, in in a, in, in the material or, or money hmm. um, for fulfillment. Or it's very common to look for fulfillment in relationships and feel like you won't be fulfilled unless there's another person in your life. Or you may feel like you're not fulfilled. You said in the definition, you know, professional status or, or whatever. And so, you know, people will, will, will strive for a position and, and feel fulfilled in that way. Those are all things that we go through as, as humans. But there is a difference in, in, these, in the striving... Hmm. And the wanting and the expectations of the of that kind of fulfillment, right? Right. There's there can be an energy around that hmm. that perhaps is an ego driven thing. It might be like expectations of other people or uh, societal expectations and things like that. Now, it doesn't mean you wouldn't have material wealth and fulfilling relationships and fulfilling position. If you weren't like striving for it, you can also have those, you know, when you know yourself and you move in the direction of those things, right? So like take for a relationship, if you're desperate for a relationship, it's going to be very difficult 
to have a relationship. But if you're, you're grounded in your center and you present your authentic self, you know, then relationships can, can develop. But it's almost like you have to let go of, of the wanting of a relationship in order to have a relationship. Well, that's what I was going to say. Wouldn't it be ideal to be fulfilled by yourself on your own without needing any external thing or person? Could you just be fulfilled with yourself and, you know, I don't know, have some self-love, self-compassion, and I'm okay no matter what happens? Couldn't that, could that be fulfilling? Well, Does it have to course. be an external thing? Well, let's go back and, and say that part of the paradox or, or challenges in this is that we think that that's how we'll get fulfilled. Now, we talked about letting go last time, right? and we talked about how. And so it's very easy to say, well, you need to love yourself, you need to be yourself. But, but the how is the bigger problem. And so we can hear a lot of people say those things, Lisa. Um, but it kind of leaves people in a, in a bind. It's like, well, how do I do that? And that's where these exploring awareness concepts come in. And so when we are practicing the things that we're talking about, the awareness and opening up that deeper place, right? You get to know yourself at the deepest level. Well, you know, then maybe what is going to fulfill you isn't what you thought was going to fulfill you. It might be something else, you know, or maybe you realize that would not be fulfilling, Right. you know, that type of relationship or that type of job. And maybe, you know, instead of, you know, being the CEO of a company, maybe you want to run a nonprofit or vice versa, you know, whatever it's, it's the expectations and things that have developed in your head versus what's what, what your inner authentic self can express, you know, through your body, love and joy and peace and equanimity and how you would express that through a relationship, through your job, you know, through your material goods. And that's what I've learned from these conversations. And I, I value so much about getting to know your deeper self. Cause I think the deeper you go into yourself, and just relax a little bit, the more fulfilled you can be. And this is episode 20. And if, I don't know if you're listening new to this, and now it just occurred to me why I wanted to talk about this after episode 19, which was about letting go. I meditated the heck out of last week and I listened to the meditation, which we have shared separately from episode 19 about letting go over and over and over to, it's it gotta be, it's gotta be deeply ingrained in me somewhere now because I listened to it so much and it really helped me. So I feel like I did let go. And so it takes you deeper into yourself and now I'm there going, well, what's there? And I want to be okay. So what's there in my view in my feeling from my heart should be fulfillment i don't want to go deep and and expose pain i want to go deep and be okay and for me that's i guess being fulfilled mm-hmm. yeah that's a that's a great way to put it and i'm really you know appreciate how you put that meditating the heck out last week <laughs> <laughs> um because that that act of of sitting and 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 meditating and and becoming aware of of your thoughts and becoming aware of your conditions and becoming aware of your 
kind of expectations, you know, and you and seeing them for what they are, right? The seer, you know, the part of you that's seeing that is this stable, hmm. uh, more authentic kind of deeper self that that can then open, you know, and it can now start to inform what's going on. And I love that, yeah. And 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 you know, like when, when we meditate, we 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 start with the simple stuff, you know, being aware of the breath mm-hmm. um, and, and then being aware of the body. And, uh, you know, that's not so difficult to do. I mean, it's easy to be distracted by the mind, but then we move to awareness of, of thoughts and emotions. And so just like you're aware of your breath, you can become aware of your thoughts. You can become aware of your expectations. You can become mm-hmm. aware of your emotions. We talked about, being aware of fear, you know, fear is a big one right now. Rage, people are having rage. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter like what you're raging about. What's common amongst all of us is this place of awareness that is not affected by any of those things. And so that's what we're asking people to do through this podcast, through this process, things that I've learned from the people I've learned from and uh, things that we're learning here to like, okay, what does it mean to, to connect to that? And, and sometimes that means you let go of things that aren't working for you, or you let go of thoughts and ideas that probably weren't serving you. Um, you connect to that deeper place and that place guides you. And so that's why, and that could be very fulfilling, right? Mm-hmm. But, but the way you move after that might look different than it did before you started. And then that's scary. That's something that, that's not easy for people to do. It's like, well, I've always expected to be, you know, such and such. But is that really what you want to do? You know, I've always wanted to, you know, marry the homecoming queen. Well, you know, the best looking person or whatever, you know, is that really what you want to do? So there's a lot of kind of exploration of your motives and your motivations and your, the things that have generated these thoughts for you, put them right out there look at them and see if that really does reflect what you want. And you said it could be scary, but... I'm choosing for it to be a fun experience because I think the word exploring, which is why I agreed to to that being the the title of this podcast, because to me, exploring sounds fun. You're not exploring looking for trouble. You're exploring for looking for something fun or a new adventure. And I'll put it in, in terms of we have a very small closet with a ton of shoes in it and you're trying to find the one pair you wanted to wear and you're throwing all the shoes and they're kind of over your shoulders and you're looking at, and you're digging and you're exploring and you're getting to the bottom of the closet and you find it and you feel so good yeah, that's that's beautiful yes that's exactly right and, and, it, and it is you know you say i'm glad that you say it's fun and it's exploring and and really it's wonderful and 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 you do run into some into some you know smelly objects down in that closet too, <laughs> perhaps. Yes, but we as humans have the ability to do that, you know. And and my experience is that's really fulfilling to 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 be able to do this full human experience instead of just being trapped in in thoughts and expectations that that other people have for you or you have for yourself. 
It is so much fun and so interesting and so intricate. You could listen hmm. to so many podcasts and lectures and talks where people go over just this thing. And, you know, the other night um, I did a guided meditation on waking up from thoughts and this idea of waking up from thoughts. Well, what does that mean? And it is difficult to describe in words, but, you know, there there is a sense that people wake up and like, wow, I remember how I used to evaluate things and do things and, and, and this practice, you know, that doesn't happen anymore. There's just so much more lightness about the world. There's so much more joy and peace, you know, it's just like you feel it. You can't make it happen. But as you connect to this part of you that's deeper than you'll just notice, it's like, wow, it's like you see things clearer you're the, 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 the you start to notice things in the, in the environment you know you pick up subtle clues and cues from people it's it's wonderful and it's it's something that we can do as um uh i like to say the homo sapien sapien the ape hmm. that knows that it knows and it's not just a very small you know container of thoughts, but thoughts are important, but there's so much more beyond thoughts. And so waking up from that constriction of thoughts, that's where fulfillment comes. And that's what we as humans have the potential for. And I like your use of the word intricate, because I think that it feels like it sounds, and you're talking about fulfillment being fun and intricate. And it's, to me, those are positive words. And you know, I always prided myself on being a, an authentic person. And I find as I go through this process, I, I feel even more authentic. I didn't think that was humanly possible. I always say, you know, I never fake anything. And by that, I mean, in radio, when I would have all these male co-hosts, and they'd say something, and I wouldn't fake laugh. And I wouldn't, like, I don't, I try not to fake any response in, in these conversations either. But I think the deeper I go and the more I let go, the more authentic I feel. I don't know if the world's ready for that. but <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we need it, Lisa. <laughs> do we? I don't know. Yes, it's good to do. me, though. It is it's fulfilling. I, I always want to be on the quest. I never want to just say, I'm done. You know, I'm always on the quest and I'm always exploring. Oh, yeah. But having some sense of fulfillment is a bit of a payoff and, and I, I'm just going to give myself a break and enjoy it for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because, well, yeah, because things come at you and, and yeah. you have to report all this news and I'm trying to oh, yeah. on a diet of news because yeah, uh, it's, it's a little too much, it is. but, um, but the fulfillment, you know, this fulfillment that you feel that's yours, it's yours. And actually, it's all of ours. You know, when you're fulfilled, you move in the, in the world to help other people feel fulfilled. And so feeling fulfilled, um, it doesn't mean you can't get the things that you want, but, but, but those things are going to be appreciated in a different way um, than they would be if, if you're looking to, to them for fulfillment. You know, you're, you won't be fulfilled by your week, week's vacation on the beach but boy when I was there it was fulfilling and then now I'm still fulfilled I'm not, didn't, I'm not no longer fulfilled because I'm not on the beach mm-hmm. and it was a wonderful experience to enjoy the moments that I was there 
And if we can have these conversations and we can inspire other people to try to get there and feel fulfilled. And we, we talk about meditation a lot and it took me a long time to finally figure it out. And the way I look at it now is it's, it's a gift. It's easy for someone like you or others who've meditated for decades to say, what's so hard? You just sit there and don't think thoughts. To me, when someone's, and I'm saying, not saying you said it this way, but I heard someone say it that way, and it, that's almost insulting because it's not, meditating is like one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. And I know that's like, may sound ridiculous to someone who gets it because it is like, it has to click. It has to, you have to feel it and, and get there. And it, and it shouldn't take effort, but it kind of does. And so it's insulting to say, you, all you have to do is not think. It, it's, that's not all you have to do. You have to give yourself the gift of letting go. And I think that's why I really appreciated our conversation last time and listened to that meditation. I mean, you do a meditation at the end of every episode, and they're always, they're always great. But that one was the one I needed. Um, and hopefully, I think other people needed, based on what we're seeing, how the number of downloads and people listening. And and it can help you get to a place of fulfillment when, when you do let go and find the shoes you're looking for at the bottom of the closet. Right, right. I, I really like the way you put that. And there is this, uh, and I see this on the internet too, it's like meditation, blocking out your thoughts, um, not thinking, and, and uh, it's, it's almost like a trance or something. And yeah. that's not what we're talking about at all. Um, because, you know, we've said before that the mind creates thoughts just like the lungs you know breathe air and that's the mm. way it is and to, and to stop your thoughts is only another thought right <laughs> exactly exactly and you can't control it and that's okay i mean there's there's not a judgment here either we're just right. saying well those thoughts are coming and you can be aware of that. If you're trying to stop your thoughts, you can become aware of that. If you're judging yourself because you're thinking, you can become aware of that. You can keep taking that awareness mm. back and back and back until if you try to become aware of aware, you just end up in a silent place. You just end up in some something, some spacious area that's not conditioned by thoughts. And I, I, I just will just say that over and over again. But it has to be experienced and, and to, to understand it. And once you experience it, and, you know, I've met plenty of people who, who have experienced it or they get a glimpse of it. It's like, oh, my goodness, I, I know now what you're talking about. And would you say there's freedom in that space? You can use that word. It's like a spaciousness. It's a, and it's a connection to, to right. the entire, you know, to all of us. But there's, there is a, I think you can use the word freedom. I, 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 you have to be careful that you're not right. trying to get freedom, you know. Right, right. Like trying to let go is not going to work. But when you, when you do this work, it falls off. Trying to get free is not going to work, but when when you do this work, as they say, there's a a fresh feeling that it's like, what a relief that I'm not going to judge people for whether or not they wear a mask. I don't mm. care what the color of their skin is. I just connected to everyone, and you know, compassion for the people who who are still suffering because they've got these fixed ideas 
it's just a whole different experience of, of life. And no longer are you like contracted in this mm. like small space. I was just reading Dan Siegel's new book. It's called Aware, by the way. Ah. <laughs> well, yeah, he's, he's quite the uh, uh, awareness teacher as well. And I've learned a lot from him. And he talks about awareness all the time. And his book is called Aware. He was using this metaphor for thoughts. And, um, you know, when, 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 we're, when we're constricted in these thoughts and ideas that we have, that we hold so dear and it's so important, um, you can imagine that being like, a, let, let's, he, he calls it an espresso cup. Hmm. And um, put a tablespoon of salt into an espresso cup. You know, so it's as, as if you're putting in more thoughts, more problems, more conditions. You know, that espresso is going to be salty and, and there's just no room for that salt to go anywhere. But if you put, you know, a tablespoon of salt in a five-gallon jug, the five-gallon jug, much more spacious, much more open, then it's really not going to do anything to the water. You know, it's not going to affect it. And so I think that's similar to what we're talking about, you know, whether we can experience this, this, this spaciousness, this, this freedom that comes from kind of waking up from thoughts. And so things, salt comes and it doesn't really matter. But when we're constricted, it, it can have a huge impact. What does the salt represent, just to be clear? The salt represents situations, difficult situations, new thoughts, um, new challenges, any of those things that come into our life that could be disturbing. Hmm. Well, you think a lot, you read a lot, you've experienced this lifestyle in many different approaches. Has fulfillment ever occurred to you? Is that something you've ever really thought about or focused on or hoped for? Well, you know, it's not a word that um, is used that often in, in, the, in the meditation world that I see. And I did a quick Google search, you know, to see if some of my teachers had quotes on fulfillment. And I did not see that word, but I like that word. I think that it makes a lot of sense. Now, I told you I did that uh, 21 Days of Abundance with uh, Deepak. Deepak Chopra. Yeah, yeah. And so it's a little, it's a, a little bit like that. You know, he was talking about abundance as opposed to fulfillment. But it, it, it's the same, I think in this, it's in the same vein, you know, as you know, that program starts out with thinking all the material things that you would like, but it really moves into finding your deeper self and then really recalculating what your idea of abundance actually is. Well, maybe fulfillment is just what you're looking for. Fulfillment is individual and unique. And maybe to me, fulfillment just means being okay no matter what or finding my inner peace and joy and calm, which are all important to me. So if I uh, can get in touch with those, then maybe I just think, wow, I'm, I feel fulfilled. Right. And you'll feel fulfilled no matter what car you have. Right. Um, you'll feel fulfilled in your job. Now, you know, it depends on what your job is. It may be more difficult to feel fulfilled in that, but you know, if you've got now your authentic self, then maybe if you're not happy or not enjoying your job, you can do something to, to change that um, because you have a lot more space. 
Whereas before, maybe you're just focused on how much you don't like this job. When you like take a look at it and find the more spacious place, then then maybe you find a solution, and then that's where you you're you're fulfilled, and then you take a job that reflects that. Maybe finding your authentic self, maybe getting in touch with your authentic self, just brings fulfillment. Yeah, because you are you you're like you like to say you're home. You're home in yourself and you're resting in awareness and you're there and you can exhale and fulfilled is just one word to describe that feeling. And, you know, there's stories of people in jail who do this practice and they feel fulfilled Hmm. and they're still in a difficult situation but the situation is a situation and you are you and can anyone take that away from you and the answer is no even though you might think they can the answer is no okay say that one more time that was lovely yeah (laughs) No, no matter what the situation is Literally, no matter what the situation is, whether you're in jail, whether you're in hospice, no one can take away your fulfillment, your your personal home. And I know that sounds crazy, but it's true. No, it doesn't sound crazy. It sounds great. It sounds like that's why you meditate. That's why you think about who you are and find your authentic self, because once you're there, you're home. Is that what being home means? That's what it feels like to me. Yeah, I think so. I think so. But I also want to really acknowledge that some people have been through some very, very difficult and traumatic situations. may feel like that is not possible. And uh, I just want to encourage you to, to, to practice and to talk to somebody and to continue to, to find what's un, unchangeable within you because it is there. And I know it may not seem like it for some people, people in, in extreme poverty. You know, I think of how difficult it must be when you are living in poverty or, or, or living and being hacked for, for the color of your skin or uh, or your sexual orientation, things like this, it seem, it seem, might seem impossible. It's hard, but it's possible. And it's within your power to find yourself. You know, that reminds me of a quote from Viktor Frankl. And, you know, he was a Holocaust survivor. Right. And he spent time in concentration camps. And, you know, that's that's got to be... Uh, horrendous situation but you know he had this insight and he was not going to let them take away his humanity and his 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 sense of self and he has this quote it says everything can be taken from from a man but one thing the last of the human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances to choose one's own way. And this is a man in a concentration camp. And so as difficult as that might sound, 
uh, that's really your only option. That, well, yeah. You know, it's one of my favorite quotes. It's so powerful. It's like mm-hmm. saying you can't control what happens to you. You can only control your response. Yeah, right. So you do have that freedom. I mean, I know, and again, I hear you on all the horrible things happening to people right now, but you can still choose to respond peacefully or with love. Yes. And, and, And so for people in difficult situations, when we do this practice and put those things into awareness, you know, things can come up and they can be traumatic. So stop and give yourself a break. Try again. If you need to process it with someone, process it with someone. But, you know, there is a place there where you have control over how you respond. And, uh, and so I would encourage you as the way out of your trauma and suffering and pain to, to, to do these practices and, and, and see what happens. Because maybe what's, what you're doing now is just suffering. And mm. I haven't been through you know, such severe suffering, but we all go through suffering. And, um, and that's part of the human experience. And the way out of suffering or transforming suffering is to take this full potential of humanity and of your, of your existence to bring these things to awareness and then rest as awareness not swimming in the chaos. There is a choice. There is an option. And there are these techniques that can help guide you to that place. And that's what this is all about. Exploring awareness and meditating and talking about it. And again, you, we welcome you to be part of the conversation. Uh, send us an email, exploringawareness at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and just become part of the conversation. That's what this is. This is not us lecturing you. This is us talking to each other and with you in mind. And hopefully you feel like a part of that. Surely it's a way to contribute to the conversation and contribute to in our small way here to making the world a better place. I don't really know any other way. So that's why we're talking you and I are talking about this on this podcast because you feel Mm -hmm. the same way and we're doing what we can. And I encourage the listeners to to practice, to um, see what their friends think and listen to the podcast, discuss it, um, do, you know, meditations with friends, listen to Tara Brock and Jack Cornfield and Adyashante and Dan Siegel and others. There's so much material, so many books, so many things written. There's a whole world. When I started this practice, it's like I was only accustomed to medical literature, right? And, and kind of Western literature, but there's so much in the mindfulness and meditation and awareness space to learn and read. It never gets boring. It's always progressing, hearing new things, hearing things in different ways. You listen to a talk one day and you hear, listen to it the next day and you hear completely different things. It's wonderful. Uh, Retreats are great to go to as well. The Insight Meditation Retreat. A lot of the retreats are online now. A lot of them are a lot of, lot of resources out there. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people call it all that new age stuff, but really this is, (laughs) thinking that's been around for thousands of years 
So it's, yeah, there is some new age stuff out there. People enjoy that, but uh, this, this is really basic stuff. This isn't. Um, this isn't. This is ancient wisdom. This isn't uh, new age. I'll tell you, Thich Nhat Han shared a quote, and I maybe this might even be a subject for another podcast. But it said, "True love contains respect." In my tradition, husband and wife are expected to respect each other like guests. And when you practice this kind of respect, your love and happiness will continue for a long time. And that's like one of my big issues too, like not taking each other for granted. And I thought that was kind of mind blowing, like t- treat your partner like a, like a guest. And I would say that goes with all relationships. They have treat your coworkers like a guest, treat your kids like a guest. If you know, give them the special treatment that you would give a stranger. I don't know why we stopped doing that. And, so I, mean, I guess I just bring that up as an example of another thought leader and, and information that they share. There's just a lot of it out there. And, oh, yeah. Thich Nhat Hanh has yeah. a lot of great stuff. But, but, yeah. but, but that quote you just mentioned, you know, really does uh, pertain to the topic of today, fulfillment, because someone who is fulfilled within themselves is going to be a very different partner uh, than someone who is looking to their partner for their right, right. And, uh, and so then you know the dynamic completely changes hmm. right and so and with your children as well of course I have expectations for my children but if they don't meet those expectations today it's not the end of the world you know and I had to learn that and just accept that and keep loving them, you know, because they're growing and learning and, 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 and living in a house of, of love is, is way more important than meeting some expectations and creating the tension and problems. I mean, certainly they have basic expectations, but parents who are constantly nagging, look at yourself. Why are you nagging? You know, what is that doing to your relationship with them you know you're you love them and let love be the guide and they're going to grow up to be very different than if they grow up just like trying to meet your expectations and feeling like if they don't meet them they may not get love how about unconditional love from the wellspring of love that comes from your own fulfillment Hmm. that's great thank you that's such great parenting advice. Who knew that this was going to lead to that? And that's, that's a great thing to remember. Well, I think that's a great word uh, to pick today, fulfillment. And uh, we could do a guided meditation that will use those words. Okay. Um, so that's that we good. can um, feel into it and get mm-hmm. a glimpse of it. And then practice this method, the mindfulness techniques we use to open up to that deeper awareness that's sometimes called spacious awareness or compassionate awareness or mindful awareness, you know, whatever, whatever you want to call it, the words really fall short. And so I'll just invite you and everyone else to, to move into a kind of meditative space where we Go through our practices to open up to awareness and with the intention of being open to whatever 
happens. And that includes thoughts and distractions and judgments and impatience or whatever, whatever is going to come up. I'm hearing uh, actually, Lisa, that people like will stop their uh, listening once we get to the guided meditation and, and try to do it later. So I really encourage everyone to, to come back to do this meditation uh, because it's extremely important to do the meditation as well as listen to the conversation. And so, so you're in your chair and, and, and now we'll use words to guide us to a, to, to an experience of fulfillment within ourselves. And so in your chair or on your cushion or wherever you find yourself, We're moving the focus now inward and away from the conversation and just feeling into your body in the chair and then noticing the sweet breath. That is, for many of us, an anchor to start this process. Because one thing we can know for sure, if this we're breathing, and as long as we're alive, we're breathing. And... It's easy to take that for granted. It's easy for that to happen unconsciously and, and, and normal, right? But when we practice this meditation and we come to this breath, it's our doorway to awareness. Because instead of just breathing unconsciously, we can be aware that we're breathing. And when you start to just notice that, concentrate on that, you may already notice you know, there's a sense of calm, and peace and kind of relaxation and feels good. And for a few seconds, you know, maybe there's no thoughts and you're just completely present to the breath. But to certainly Things come up, noises that will annoy you. But you're here sitting 
And so the noise can come and go and the annoyance can come and go. And would that be okay? Would that be different? And you feel through your body and maybe you have a, a pain in your knee or your back or your hip. And along with that pain, there's resistance to pain. There's fear that the pain might get worse. There's, a, there's an aversion to pain. But what if you brought all of this into awareness? and let pain be there. And maybe you just need to shift your body, which would be fun. And then of course, the brain may be racing right now with thoughts. Or maybe you're trying to suppress your thoughts. But the awareness can know exactly what's going on. And maybe right now there's no emotions or thoughts happening, but maybe you can recall a time when you've been desirous of something, when you have an idea of what would be fulfilling for you. or some kind of wish that you had that things could be different. You know, this, the stress of this pandemic that we live in is just kind of always there. And we can't be fulfilled until we have a vaccine. We can't be fulfilled unless other people are wearing a mask. Or maybe if people are wearing a mask that may make you unfulfilled wherever you stand on this. 
is bring all of these things into a place where they can be seen for what they are. And from the place of seeing, from the place of mindful awareness, a place that you just experience what's happening. is completely whole. There's a sense of inner relief. Maybe you aren't your thoughts. Maybe that old adage, you are what you think, isn't actually true. And maybe Connecting to this deeper inner dimension makes a lot of those things irrelevant in this present moment. Those things that make us suffer are going to come and go. And they're going to change with the next new craze, the next news story. But no matter what comes and goes, there's the part of us that remains indestructible and questions come and the mind goes and now you're paying attention again And so in the paying attention, rest there.
you know, rest as spacious awareness. And realize for yourself what is fulfillment. Your mind can be questioning and racing and wanting. But maybe waking up from those thoughts. To experience this dimension. will lead to different ideas of fulfillment in different ways to move in the world, different ways to relate to people that may be more fulfilling, may attract different people, and attract different jobs, Maybe have some space to find another place to live. And it doesn't happen after one of these meditations. And so you can use this process over and over. Just go back to the breath, back to the body. Become aware of what's happening in the present moment, in the body. Become aware of thoughts and emotions as best you can. Keep practicing. Rest as awareness. And give yourself the gift of returning home and enjoy the fruits of your work. And we can make the world a better place. And so now we'll close just bring yourself back, feel your body, take three deep breaths and then open your eyes and stretch and feel your body.
I feel like you took us on quite a journey. A journey of fulfillment. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Lots to think about. Good. Good. And I think it's nice to bring some humor to this. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Because, yeah. you know, it's, it's, we're, we're all on this together. And um, certainly yeah. we can practice these things and it's very important. But, you know, it's, we don't have to be, it's not, we have to take it so seriously and we can all be in this together and it's all okay. Mm. All okay. And we all have our challenges and lots of things to think about. Because, you know, we live in such a, such a culture. It's all so many, so many expectations and, and so much going on, but, but it's always there home. And, and I really enjoyed talking to you about fulfillment because I like that word now. Hey. I know it just came to me, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad that it resonated with you and hopefully with everyone listening, if it did or it didn't, or you want to hear us talk about something else, exploringawareness at gmail.com is our email address. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, on our website. And don't forget to vote on this uh, yes. it's, it's It's due July 8th. 2020 so if you're listening to this after that time don't bother but if you're if you get it soon please go over there and vote for us so that the winning podcast can have mm-hmm. some actual <laughs> value <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> all right well thank you for your wisdom and your meditation and thank you for listening to this exploring awareness podcast thank you lisa for all your hard work and i feel like together a lot of people can can learn a lot of things so i'm just honored to be a part of this and i wish everyone a great week this podcast is not an attempt to practice medicine or provide specific medical advice nor does use of this information establish a physician-patient relationship listening to this podcast does not replace medical consultation with a qualified health or medical professional to meet the health and medical needs of you or others If you are having problems, please see your primary care provider or your local mental health professional.